Candace Lim, and you're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. And how do you guys feel about the year being over? Have you figured out what's in and what's out? Have you posted your Notes app 2024 predictions? I did not realize this started becoming a trend where plebeians just like shout into the distance like doomsday cult leaders. But I will say, I've been noticing a few common predictions amongst you. I'm seeing a lot of like Timothy Chalamet, Kylie Jenner engaged. Zendaya Tom Holland engaged and married. Ariana Grande engaged, married, pregnant, divorced. And... Kamala Harris affair scandal right before the election? I'm obviously assuming with Pete Davidson, which is cool. I just wish you guys could predict, like, interest rates dropping, minimum wage rising. Like, economists, please drop your lists. Anyway, I'm going to tell you a secret, which is that I am anti-New Year's resolution. I just am. I think too many people set themselves up to fail and in return, they get locked into like Planet Fitness memberships they can't get out of even after death. And therefore, I'm more of an intentions person. Okay, I'm more of a let's change your ways around your birthday person, but I'm also a low stakes person. So I was on Twitter this week when I saw Sonia Weiser ask, what's your super low stakes goal for 2024? I'll tell you mine. It is to stop using my phone while watching TV because most days I am usually watching Modern Family reruns and immediately going for the phone, going straight to Twitter. But I would really like to wean myself off of this like two screen experience. So my low stakes goal is to start watching more new TV or revisit shows I haven't watched in a really long time because I love when you're watching Community and you're like, OMG, remember when Abed said this thing in the Claymation Christmas episode? This is so funny. Or my other idea is I'm only going to watch TV on my iPad because maybe it's the smaller screen. Maybe it's that closer screen that Emily in Paris iPad experience. It just hits different. By the way, that show, that show is 100 times better via iPad unmatched. I promise you. But this show, mm -mm, it is not a self-help journey. It is a hater's manifesto. And we are here to celebrate another ICYMI annual tradition. For the past two years, ICYMI has recapped the internet trends they'd like to leave behind. Last year, Rachel was joined by Moises Mendes II and Kelsey Weekman, and they got into everything from Liver King to Capital D Discourse. And this year, I am so excited to invite Vox senior correspondent Alex Abad-Santos and journalist Sylvia O'Bell for this roundtable tradition. And what are you hoping to leave behind in 2023? Is it cottagecore content by Nepo Baby Millionaires? Is it Age Gap Discourse? Is it Matt Reif? I'd love to know. So after a short break, we're going to complain about the internet trends that need to stop and ask, what can we do better in 2024? This is a really fun one with some very surprising picks here and there. So I will be back with Alex and Sylvia after the break. Hey there! If you love our podcast, then maybe you should consider subscribing to Slate Plus. With Slate Plus, there are no ads on any Slate podcasts. And Slate Plus helps keep this podcast going because this show would not be possible without your support. With Slate Plus, you'll get bonus segments and episodes for shows like Dear Prudence, Amicus, and Slate Money. 
You'll also never hit a paywall on the Slate website, meaning you get access to every article and every advice column. Just visit slate.com slash ICYMI plus to sign up. That's slate.com slash ICYMI plus. Welcome back. On today's show, I am joined by Alex Abad Santos, a senior correspondent at Vox who explains what society obsesses over, and Sylvia Obell, a journalist and co-host of the Scotty and Sylvia show. Welcome to the show, Alex and Sylvia. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now, before we get started, I think we should maybe like warm up the panel a little bit and ask a very ICYMI question, which is, what is your first internet memory? Alex, I'll start with you. Oh my God. You know my first... Okay, so this is definitely going to date me. Like you can probably pick out how old I am based on this answer. Um, mm-hmm. I signed into AOL and I signed into the Sailor Moon chat room. And oh my like, God. Yes. I was like a little boy obsessed with Sailor Moon and I was just like, okay, I need to find out more about Sailor Moon. And then I think that was a little too, like, I jumped in the deep end and it was just like very deep Sailor Moon talk. And I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure that they were just like a lot of adults and I was just, yeah, (laughs) but I mean, AOL chat rooms, who who wasn't in an AOL chat room? That is an elderly millennial. It's true. I was <laughs> chatting with people that you were not supposed to be chatting with. <laughs> Listen, moms and dads would be stressed if they knew the truth. I think my first one is Black Planet. Shout out to Solange Knowles for trying to bring Black Planet back a couple <laughs> years ago, too. But like MySpace, obviously, and AOL hold the real thing. But I feel like Black Planet is maybe an answer that's not given a lot. And a lot of us were on there before we were on MySpace. Yeah. I think it existed maybe just right before MySpace. It was mm-hmm. definitely like the first profile I ever made. Like that's the first time I remember making like a, here's my profile picture. Here's all about me. Like, let me switch it <laughs> up. And like looking at people's yeah. pictures like, oh, here's a cute boy who lives in North Carolina. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's just... And I'm all the way in New Jersey, but yet. So yeah, I think that Black Planet was definitely like my first like social media page before we knew what social mm-hmm. media was. These are so good. I mean, can I also ask, do you guys remember the first time you saw something online and you were like, oh, maybe the internet was actually a mistake, Al Gore. Does anything spring to mind for you of like when you realized there was a dark side to this? <laughs> I think mine would be downloading illegal music and then actually oh. catching like a virus. Oh. I basically gave oh. like my computer tuberculosis or whatever the <laughs> version of tuberculosis. Oh was. my goodness! Yes, <laughs> I, I really, I really wanted that Brandy and Monica song, and you know what? Oh, <laughs> my poor Sony bio just just went down, went down. Oh my goodness, LimeWire! Oh, the memories. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Wire, ah, Kazaa, wow. All that stuff. Uh-huh, we are confusing uh-huh. Gen Z right now. It's- oh my God, Gen Z, Gen Z is just like, who are <laughs> who are these dinosaurs <laughs> screeching and what are they screeching about? <laughs> Alex, I love the idea of you basically bringing back polio and giving it to like a Zune. That is really funny, <laughs> but that is a real experience. We all know the downloads folder. She's seen so much. I get it. Sylvia, do you have one you want to add? Facebook took a turn and I remember like that's definitely the first thing I abandoned but like sure I also think like on a more like teen level 
Like just when you realize that like you could get hurt by people on social media, like the first time an ex removes you from their top eight and like posts a new girl from biology class mm-hmm. and you're like, Oof. fuck the internet. Oof. Like, <laughs> I hate it here. I take it back. I don't want to know everything <laughs> this young boy is doing by access. But then you have to stalk her. You had to I stalk know. her. Once you get replaced, you're just like, I want to look. I want to need like, to no, see more. No, we were better not knowing, <laughs> and now it's we can never go back. Oh, that's a beautiful answer. That moment when the status update changes and it's public. You know, everyone knows what, yeah. what you did. Well, now that we are prepped and primed to be haters. Alex, Sylvia, I am so glad you're here because we are here to audit this wonderful year online, itemize the beautiful things it's given us while also thinking about the tweets and the memes that need to go. We're going to Marie Kondo the internet today. Now, you know, we're going to give a few moments or trends that we'd like to leave behind, starting with the things that we really don't want to put up with anymore, but would be like, OK, fine, if people kept them alive. And then we'll get to the things that make us go, mm, no, thank you. I'm going to throw my computer in the trash. OK, so let's start with something we tolerated this year that we acknowledge happened, but probably will not speak to at the reunion. I'll let you two marinate on this for a second. I'll start us off just to kind of prime us up. For me, it's Airbnb. Okay, here's the deal. (laughs) I think we have finally reached the point where we can be open about how Airbnb is not a guest experience. It is a hustle hostel where you basically have to pay to do your own chores. And on top of Airbnbs now being like illegal in certain cities, you know, this past year in L.A., union hotel workers were striking. And I kind of feel like we just need to acknowledge that hotels They still work. They are still nice. And sometimes they are more cost effective than Airbnbs. And the thing is, I cannot take down Airbnb.com myself. But let me say this. Earlier this week, Fantasia Barino, the star of The Color Purple, the winner of season three of American Idol. Okay, (laughs) she went on Twitter and she claimed that she was kicked out of her Airbnb because she wanted to host like a little gathering for her son and his friends. The host of the property said they were having this like raucous party. They were sneaking in balloons and therefore going against host policy. But Fantasia was like, no, we met capacity. We met the criteria. This was racial profiling. And she is not alone. There have been so many suits settled, litigated against Airbnb. And the thing is like, if Airbnb can disrespect the winner of American Idol, an upcoming possible Oscar nominee for Best Actress, then I'm going to a Ramada Inn. It's no deal, Airbnb. I mean, I love a hotel now. I've always Me been too. a hotel girl. They clean your room every night. What more do you want? And they're like kind of nice to you. That's beautiful. I was only ever convinced to do them when there was like a group, like a group in a house, like kind of a situation. Right. But like... Oh, and you know, we all there was that time where all corporate jobs wanted to do Airbnb over hotels for travel because it was cheaper. And it just never worked out. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget one time I laid on that a bed for Airbnb on a work trip and it was an air mattress on the in the bed. And I was pissed. Oh. So I've been done with Airbnb for a long time. It only works in certain moments. But yeah, the cleaning up is a scam. And there's a cleaning fee on top of me cleaning up, making yes. make sense. Yes. It's like, why are you cleaning what I cleaned? What is this? And I should say, it may not technically be a trend, but 
it it is something we only have because of the internet and Airbnb. You just keep getting worse. So maybe let's break up. Let's break up. Okay. Alex, I'm going to go to you. What is a moment you would like to leave behind in 2023? So I think one of the things that we just kind of admit that is kind of bad and we kind of have to live with it is that there still hasn't been a good replacement for Twitter, which is now called X. Yes, but we still call I agree. it Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, okay, Threads was a bust. Blue Sky, mm-hmm. I don't even know what's happening on Blue Sky. It's like as awful as Twitter is, and it is awful, or X formerly known as Twitter, like we still kind of have to use it. And it's still like the thing where all like my little internet friends are. And I'm just kind of <laughs> wish that I had somewhere else to go. I know, but it's like, ah, uh, it's yeah. like, but we built this land. <laughs> It's like it's like so <laughs> torn. It's like I built this land it's where I have the most followers. You can take my check. Like I enjoyed the yeah. most, but it's still. You're right. It's like it's the slowest death of all time. I mean, it still has bright moments, like when Henry Kissinger died. Right? Like, <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! I was not prepared for the celebration that was going to occur. I, I I just did not know that we like had all decided that like when this day came. We were going to go dance in the grave, like on the internet, but I was <laughs> thoroughly entertained. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Sylvia, what about you? What is a moment you would like to um, kill this year? You know, if it comes to moment, it's like it, bloggers trying to be court reporters is like the, the realm in which oh. I'm living in because the Tory Lane's trial was hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Hell. Yes. And I, yes. I mean, in, in so many different ways, but especially when it came to like people on Twitch trying to like keep up with your trial. Like I was just like, this is not your lane. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Meg D reporter, which is hilarious that they made that lady. <laughs> they put two E's on yes. her name, but yes. I love her come up. It's because like beat reporters made a comeback because people realized, oh, we're not journalists. We're not equipped. I feel like there's certain moments where Mm-hmm. certain news stories where it's like I'm so sorry shade room this is above y'all you can't keep up with this you're reporting crazy things these are not even like what's the goings on are and I think it really got to the point where there was so much noise that people actually found themselves looking for the reporters who were in the courtroom online and like going there for just some rational mm-hmm. unbiased information um because there was just so much noise so and I think as you know, cases against celebrities continue and will always be a thing. I would just like for us to leave it to the experts and classify the difference between this is my opinion and this is like actually what's happening in court. And let me stop trying to be outside with my iPhone and catch a quote. Exactly. Okay, let us move on to the next internet trend we'd like to leave behind in 2023. Alex, I'll go to you. What comes to mind for you? Well, see, all my gripes are because I'm an old man are TikTok things. <laughs> and it's just like someone will show me this TikTok thing and I'm just kind of like, oh my God, this is the worst <laughs> thing. But one of these things, it like makes my blood boil a little bit. And it's just like designed to are these TikTok recipes where someone like makes something absolutely disgusting and you know mm. it's disgusting. And they're just like, mm, like, it's like, let me make this taco salad. And it's like this unseasoned beef and they throw like tortilla <laughs> chips and like throw like mountains of salsa into a pot. And they're just like, wow, this is so good. And they'll throw like tons of shredded cheese, like, yeah. cre- like heavy cream. It just looks like IBS. Oh and my then god. It, but it's like all designed <laughs> to make you mad. And me getting mad, I'm like, oh my God, it's working on me. I'm getting mad. 
Mm-hmm. I can't have, I need a moment of zen. And it's just like, okay, well, this is obviously for the clicks. And this is obviously yes. to make people mad. But I'm just kind of like, it's working on it's me. Working it's working on me. And I hate that it's working on me. And I'm not smart enough to like separate these feelings. Yeah. The whole thing of people doing things just for clicks, like the fake scenarios and all, like whether it's cooking or relationship or all of that. Like, I feel oh like we should God. just group that all together yep. here because mm-hmm. that is very just like, why do I have to try to tell if this is real or not? Is this television? Am I trying to decide if this is a sitcom or a reality show? Like, I don't, I hate that it's like become a thing where people now are like, oh, you can go viral for messing up. Let me just do these things on purpose now. That's so whack. Yeah, a hundred percent. So my pick is Goodreads. Uh, I think Goodreads (laughs) has had a real interesting problematic year. Let me just say this. I... I think a lot of people knew that Goodreads was going to be a problem after Amazon bought them in 2013. Like, everyone, psh, out. But we're ending the year with a pretty big story in the Goodreads universe, which is that an author named Kate Corain made fake Goodreads accounts, spent the past year review-bombing authors of color under her same publisher. She denied it, and then she said, no, I did it. And then she said in a Word doc statement that she was taking new meds and suffered a complete psychological breakdown, which led her to create six fake Goodreads accounts and basically write bad reviews for people and then give herself really good reviews for her book, which has not come out yet. And it's not coming out because she was dumped. I just feel like this is obviously an issue with an author and racism and publishing. I also feel like this is a bigger story about how Goodreads is really pushing this like hyper competitive quantity over quality ecosystem where authors feel very pressured to become a part of it. And I mean, like we started the year with people review bombing Prince Harry's book spare because he left the Royal family. They didn't read it. They just Mm -hmm. were like saying what they wanted. And I was like, okay, so now Goodreads has become this like projection of our personal insecurities instead of a literal site to just like review books we liked and so I have this fear about letterboxed going the same way like I just think we need to protect Iowa Debris letterbox <laughs> reviews under a strict Mona Lisa glass frame that's it <laughs> could you imagine if like Jamila Jamil comes out and is like oh no I wrote a bunch of fake letterbox reviews for people I hate <laughs> Like, that would be the equivalent. Like, I'm trying to think of, it like, an equivalent for, like, a Goodreads to, like, someone who's never seen, like, the Goodreads drama that's happening mm, online right, right now. Right, And it's just, like, this weird thing. And it's just, like, I don't even follow Goodreads, but I'm riveted. Absolutely Yeah, yeah riveted. that's a good point. I hadn't thought about yeah. that. But it has, it's become this thing where it's, like, all reviews, Google reviews, Yelp reviews, where it's, like... Is this restaurant really bad or did you just like hate the the waitress? Like, I don't know. I can't tell. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Sylvia, what about you? What's another moment you would like to leave behind? Okay. This is a trend. And I, um, I want you guys to hear me out on this because it's, it's, it's gonna, it's a vast attack. It's a vast attack because it's happening <laughs> everywhere. And I think it's because it's happening everywhere that I'm okay. choosing to address that we need to have a state of the union about get ready with me videos. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday and welcome to my get ready and morning vlog voiceover edition. I got up around 610, which is pretty early because I've honestly been sleeping in so much. It is so bad. I've missed first period like every day this week. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I got up really early today. I have a really exciting week coming up. So that's why I was so excited. I don't even like to get ready with me. 
You know, like I hate <laughs> the part between when I'm cozy and when I got to get cute. Once I'm cute, I'm excited about it. Let's mm. go out. Like we've got, done the work. But to just do the work with you every day, I don't know if I need it. Like I'm here for a makeup tutorial. I'm here for a hair tutorial. If you're going to teach me something new, like sure. But I feel like, are you doing your makeup that differently every day? that there needs to be so many of these get ready with me videos. Like, and also I hate the people who don't edit them right. Where it's like, I'm really getting ready with you in real time. Yes. And you're trying to make conversation, but you're also really focused on trying <laughs> to get that wing on the eyeliner. Right. And I understand the silence that's mm-hmm. needed for that, but now it's awkward. Now it's real intimate. Now it's just you breathing <laughs> into the lens and me in bed. And I just feel like it's just like, what's going Why are we here? Why are we both here? Like, why am I watching and why are you recording? And it's like, the, it's just, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are like on Instagram or TikTok to be cute and aren't necessarily the best talkers. And that's fine. We all have our space. But I feel like it's trying to force a lot of the pretty picture girls into being commentators in ways that just are not their gift. And the guys... You know what I mean? And the guys. <laughs> it's okay to be beautiful. I think that's the problem. Right? Totally fine. But I also don't need to get, like, I don't need to see what you do all the time. Like, maybe just, three, you know, like, just a few tricks. If you learn something new, you found a new product, sure, tell me about it. But just the general get ready with me's. And for the love of God, stop recording yourselves waking up in the, out of bed. We know you got out of bed oh. to put the tripod up oh. and hit record. You're not literally rising like it's like mm-hmm. please let's let's just cut mm-hmm. the shit so like it's to me now the most popular type of reel or tiktok i'm seeing everybody just get ready with me get ready with me get ready with me why sylvia you are you are a leader you are a leader <laughs> in this industry because what i also hate is when as you said, they're like bad storytellers. And so they're like, boring, boring, boring. You double tap to fast forward. Then they say, and then I died for three seconds. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. what? And then you have to go back. You have to go back. And it's like, can we have notes, transcripts? What is happening? A narrative arc, something. Make a yes. Give us <laughs> literally, a <script>. Literally. <laughs> have an agenda. Like, I don't know. Seriously. The content girls, it's like, I get it. It's a lot to come up with a conversation and do your makeup and your hair. That's why maybe we shouldn't try to do all three. Exactly. Not all of us work at Sephora, okay? (laughs) There's a reason. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, Alex and Sylvia are going to share with me the last thing they want to leave behind in 2023 and their internet resolutions for 2024. And we're back. Now it is time for our last and final thing that needs to die in 2023. I will start here. It's Selena Gomez on social media, specifically (laughs) declaring social media breaks. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I love Selena. I love a year without rain. I'm a selenator through and through. But she does this thing, okay, where she'll go on like a weird posting, defending herself in the Instagram comments rampage like every three months. And then she'll immediately say, I'm going on a social media break. And then she'll come back. And her latest endeavor is that she went on IG, confirmed she was dating the music producer Benny Blanco, confirmed she uses Botox, started defending her relationship with Benny, saying stuff like, he's treated me better than any human being on the planet. And he's like the best thing that ever happened to me. 
And then she said this one thing, which I feel like actually needs to be picked up a little more, which is she said, I'm leaving Insta for a while until I have work again. And I was like, okay, this is why they keep renewing Only Murders in the Building, because I just think (laughs) Selena's team, they need to change the password. They need to, instead of sending a six digit code, maybe send her only five so they don't get the last digit. So she can't like two step. You want the two factor authentication on (laughs) Selena Gomez's Insta. You want them to do what they did to Adele after she posted herself. (laughs) A little (laughs) bit. You want her to have like a Rihanna presence now where it's just like Rihanna's Fenty Beauty marketing team. That's like, new drop. Here's some (laughs) lip gloss. No, Alex, thank you for saying that because what I thought about was like, Selena kind of sometimes forgets that she's not only a celebrity, she like allegedly runs a company called Rare Beauty. And I'm like, can you imagine if you woke up and they're like, hey, so your boss was a little weird on Insta today. And you're like, okay, what? And they're like, so she keeps defending her relationship with some subpar guy. And it's like, see, no, see, no, (laughs) I want to keep my job. And I just think, you know, there has to be a better solution to her social media obsession than like filming with Martin Short 365 days a year. So Selena... I think I think we dump Instagram in 2024. Just a thought. Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, every time I think about times she's spoken out this year, it's just always never ended well for her, whether it's like her and Haley Bieber's stands going at it or mm-hmm. like her being a feuding with somebody who gave them her an organ. It's it, it really just oh, it really is just that happened too, didn't it? Like I'm not making that up. Yes, didn't it happen? Yes, I'm just like yes. it's kind of crazy. The more you say it, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. You know, celebrities just going back to having private lives in general would be nice. Exactly. Like you know how there's a Raya. I would like to create like a f- like a fake Instagram where the celebrities they like write things, but they don't go anywhere. They're like stuck behind a paywall, you know. <laughs> and you have to pay to get through the paywall. We take that money, donate it to charity, the right charities, of course. Anyway, Alex, what is your last haterade moment you'd like to leave in 2023? Oh my gosh, I think we just need to stop with media literacy. Just like give up on media literacy mm. on the internet. <laughs> Not like give I think. Up. Well, I mean, most recently, I think what happened was we saw this very fair critique of Beyonce, who I love, the Beyonce Mm -hmm. film by Angelica Mm -hmm. J. Bass. Was it all fair? Mm. I think there was a fair critique masked behind a lot of hating. Yeah. Sure. But like they were telling this, they were telling this critic to go die. And you're just like, okay, you can criticize the critique, but it's also like you are, this, this is so beyond like the, the discourse that this has spurred is so just, makes me just feel like my brain is getting softer and softer like it, there, there's a middle between i disagree and maybe go die yeah no like, absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah. people have got stan culture i think i'll like right. maybe we're like stan culture was an honorable mention on my list so I'm like it, it, mm-hmm. it just it's gone too far maybe i'm just saying that because the Nicki minaj album just came out but like <laughs> it just stresses oh, me every time <laughs> It, no, I mean, just, and that's not just, the, I mean, like, it's everybody. Like, like you said, whether yes. it's attacking the a critic for, like, telling her she needs to die. I mean, Club Chalamet. Guys, Chalamet, I can't like, stop talking about Club okay, Chalamet. Wait, no, I don't want to leave Club Chalamet behind because I need Club <gasps> Chalamet. No, it's not even like, I don't want to leave any of these groups behind. I just want them to, like, stop trying to dox people or kill people. <laughs> right. Like, or throw right. into, you know what I mean? It's like, love Nikki, love Cardi. Love Beyonce, mm-hmm. love Timothy, like, but don't love Selena. Love Selena, but you don't have to attack the other one for it. Even like the way Cardi B, like, was fall- life is falling apart as this album is coming out, and it's like 
I don't know if you guys saw that video of her like wailing into Instagram live that really just broke my heart. You will fucking talk to a nigga and a motherfucker will play in your fucking face and your fucking face over and over and over and over and over again. And she'll be like, watch, watch what I'm about to do. Watch what I'm about to say. And it's so fucking sad that a nigga like to, yo, this motherfucker really likes to play games with me when I'm at my most vulnerable time. When I, when I'm not the most confident. And like the barbs are like, like dancing on, like just celebrating it. And I'm like, this is so mean. People are human. Like, I get that you may not like her music and that her Nikki maybe stay like, but like, can we just have a moment where we're like, oh my God, woman to woman, this is terrible. Like, I think Stan culture has like lost all its empathy. Yeah, it's like keep it light. Let's keep it light and keep it moving. Let's like make it fun. Let's keep make the internet fun, fun again. And, Let's make it fun and the internet exciting. isn't fun when you're telling people to die. It's not. <laughs> exactly. Like go up about the album, live tweet the music, live tweet the shows, like celebrate. But you don't have to like, you know, wish harm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sylvia, did you have one last moment of haterade that you wanted to add? Okay, yes. For me, it's the AI filters. That I mm. like, I just think like, are the filters we have not already enough? Like, I just think like the when I yeah. hit that, like I've hit the AI button just to see what would happen. And it's like, who is that lady? Like, it's just like, you know, I'm just like, how many more beauty issues do we need as a country? Like as a world, as a, as yeah. a world, it just, sometimes it just maybe goes a little too far with the fantasizing. There was that time where everybody was making themselves into weird versions of themselves mm-hmm. and were posting it, and that was weird. Like all the celebrities were doing yeah. it. The best part of that was that they were just like, "Here is my information, Russians or Chinese." <laughs> right? Like, I'm Chinese like, you don't care. I need to see up. myself as an astronaut, <laughs> and you were like, "Wow, astronaut me is mad cute." It Here's some like- more stuff. <laughs> And it's like, what is happening? It's like people are becoming unicorns. I'm like, what's ha- what's going right. on? Nineties yeah. photos of them like frosted. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. You, and it's like, yes, yeah, to your point, like you don't care about you giving your image or your facial identity away like this to the aliens <laughs> or whoever's up there running AI. You needed to see yourself as an elf. You needed yeah, to see yourself needed as to an see elf. Myself. Sometimes it was worth giving it up. <laughs> you needed representation. Had, yep. And even just the AI filters where it doesn't turn you into anything crazy, it just like makes you look like the best version of European beauty standards they can come up with that. Like, I just, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a big step backwards. People <laughs> like, mm-hmm. give me my nose back. Mm-hmm. I love a little filter here and there. I get it. Sometimes a girl doesn't want to put on makeup to get on camera, but damn AI scares me in general, but the filters are what I will take claim for today. Okay. You know, Before we go, I think that we are all interested in growing in 2024 or not. That's your choice. But maybe we want to be like better Internet users or performers. And so the question I want to ask you guys is, what are your New Year's Internet resolutions for 2024? Is there anything that you saw this year that was good that you would like to take into the next year? So I think harmless gossip Mm. is like the best way teens and people are using the internet i don't know if you guys are familiar with the one tiktok user who was like this girl stole my boyfriend and she's trying to steal my boyfriend and he, she took his hoodie she borrowed my boyfriend's hoodie when we were all over at his house because she was cold and then she took the hoodie home which is fine girl like be warm stay warm don't get cold but she continues to wear that hoodie for the next two weeks and post all about it on social media a picture of her in his hoodie. 
And then we all got to weigh in and be like, okay, well, maybe she took the hoodie. And then we saw what the boyfriend looked like. And he was, she was getting sandwiches and the boyfriend is hot. And you're just like, okay, I get why you're fighting. Like, I need that kind of petty. I love that that. kind of like petty level, like very like normal chill. Like no one's dying. No one's being told to die. No one, there's no, no lies are at risk. It's just a boyfriend, his hoodie, some sandwiches. (laughs) Give me that. Just more of that in 2024. Oh, that was a good moment. I think mine would be taking the pressure off of content as far as like it being so curated on Instagram. Like Mm -hmm. I want to just get back Mm -hmm. to posting a moment. Like I think we like it went from like I think our posting fatigue took us all into this group like dump situation where you were just like, here's a dump, whether it was like a monthly dump, a quarterly dump, or people are now like, recapping the year month to month who didn't post all year dumps and it's like i just kind of want to try to get back to posting more in real time occasionally like you know like i think Mm -hmm. people are really enjoying tiktok because they feel like there's less pressure and i but i also think that like in tiktok i it's weird because i hear people say it's less pressure to be polished but i'm also like but i gotta learn to dance and figure out to play audio and to it doesn't feel like less pressure to me but mostly i would just like to be in like oh here's a cute moment post Here's a cute selfie post. Oh, I like this outfit post. And no, I'm not going to tag every item I'm wearing for you to know where I bought it from because I'm just oh here God. to exist, not to guide you through your life. I mean, isn't the problem it, with it called the dump? Like, why is it called a dump? <laughs> a dump. Like, it, you're already day. starting off with a bad foot. Like, a dump <laughs> cannot be positive. I know. I've the, the work I've done in the captions to call it anything but a dump, like when it's exactly a dump. And I'm like, I refuse to identify it as this, but what else can I call it? <laughs> Get Life ready lately. with me. <laughs> Get ready with me. Oh my God. Or like, or like, or like dump with me. Dump Maybe with that me. could be something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get call it the anti-dump. Oh my god. The anti dump the swamp, perhaps? The sewer. Just kidding. I think for me, it's that I'm going to start actively discouraging child influencer content. Like if I see family vlogs, I'm going to report them to the FBI. (laughs) And then I'm going to encourage and uplift the rise of wholesome middle age to elderly content. Because like, did you guys see that one video of the mom who met a penguin for the first time at the zoo? Yeah, She's like petting it. And then she turns around. She's like sobbing. And I was like, okay, this is good. Um, There's also a dad who like meets up with his friends every Friday and he like types up an agenda with like discussion topics. Love that. Or Khaled Al Khatib, he posts his mom's like really extravagant Christmas itinerary every year. Oh my year. god, that's my bestie. That's my bestie. What? Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Alex. Uh, okay, um, <laughs> tell Christmas your bestie time. that I love him. Anyway, my whole thing is I just want to protect the children. They have the rest of their lives to shell me powder, and then let the elders cook because I know that our social security benefits are not that good, so they need the AdSense. Okay, that's the show. I want to thank Alex Abad-Santos and Sylvia O'Bell for joining me on the show. You can read Alex's work on Vox.com and you can hear more from Sylvia on the Scotty and Sylvia show. We'll be back in your feed on Wednesday. So definitely subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify and tell your friends about us. You can follow us on Twitter at ICYMI underscore pod. And you can always drop us a note at ICYMI at Slate.com. 
ICYMI is produced by Sierra Spragley-Ricks, Rachel Hampton, and me, Candace Lim. Deza Rosario is our senior supervising producer. And Alicia Montgomery is Slate's vice president of audio. See you online or in the Sailor Moon AOL chat.